commence primary ignition. Primary ignition. This is the way. This is the way. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. What is up, Ugnaughts and Jawas out there? And welcome back to yet again another Mando Talk episode. And this is a little bit different. Coming in hot, live streaming our Bad Batch finale spoiler discussions. And props to Zach Horvath for this great idea. Uh, and he's back, by the way. Zach, what's up? What up? Yeah, man. Uh, we were like, you know what? We want to we want to talk. We want to get some hot takes, but we want to hear from you as well. So. Uh, why not live stream if there's anybody out there? We're going to record anyways, so yeah. why not Why not have a night? We yeah, just watched and, uh, Bad Batch. <laughs> and yeah, I uh, hopefully everyone watching has seen the Bad Batch, you know, because we are fixing to get into some spoilers. Again, I said it last week. The, this is one of the episodes, well, really all of these episodes, you don't want us to spoil them. So even if you're with us live right now, go away. And then come back, you know, here in maybe about 30 minutes once you've actually seen uh, the episode. But I'm excited to do this thing. If you are watching live with us, let us know. We would love to get you in on this episode. Say what's up. uh, And we'll share your thoughts, honestly. If you got some takes about this finale and you want to have them portrayed out there, this is going to be out there on our podcast dropping on Monday. Like, you're going to be all in on our show. And if you want in on that, uh, please, please uh, type in that chat and, and we would love and, and enjoy sharing those things. But, you know, without th- further ado, you know, you, you want to just dive straight into this thing, Zach. I mean, let's go. We kind of do go. some plugs normally, but you know what? Let's not even worry about no, that because because no, no, no. I'm ready here. to talk about this thing. We're here for Bad Batch season finale. OK, yeah, we part, are. Part two, part two, our, part one. So let's talk about part one a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're coming from part one. Again, spoiler discussion. Go watch that if you haven't. Um, but let's let's just give a little recap, and I'll handle this if you're all right with that, Keller. Um, Do it, brother. So Omega gets separated from Hunter and the crew as Rampart and the Imperials finish destroying Kamino, right? Mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. That's kind of where we sit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you know, yeah, this episode, part two, it picks up literally – Literally, right there literally. from um, part one that's how so, we transition into this thing yeah um so we're you know we're talking finale we're going to get into most of the episode and, and plot mm-hmm. points but i want to lead it off with this question and i i've been thinking about it all day should they have just made this a one-hour episode mm, that's a great question you know i I could see benefit to that because i will just go ahead and, and share some things before we yeah. dive into yeah, let's do the that. plot let's do that. You know, it didn't, this episode, this finale didn't have, you know, the big surprises, the shocking guest appearances or anything like that, the big names. And, you know, with Star Wars fans, when you give us a week to speculate and to come up with our own predictions, which, by the way, we had so many predictions last night that were way off in our prediction live stream. Um, Uh, Yeah, (laughs) we're. Uh, I, I think everything I said was wrong. I it's think okay, every though. single decision. Yeah. Um, and we're going to, we'll get into those, but, <laughs> but yeah, an hour, I can see like an hour finale 
honestly may have served this better because I feel like a lot of people out there maybe were disappointed with this episode purely because of speculation and expectations rising yeah. as the week week went on. Do you um, kind of feel that same way? Yeah. So my, my general thoughts are I was pretty bored um, with this episode. Okay. For we're going dark. A, we're, all right. We're going dark. You guys know me. I'm normally dark anyways, but this death. episode specific, specifically. Yeah. I didn't need any death. I just needed something to happen. Mm -hmm. What happened? We had a part one and part two and part two was just part one. I, I don't know, man. Um, a continuation. Yeah. I just don't. The reason I asked that question is after I watched the episode, I feel like it 100% lended itself to be a one hour episode, right? Mm. Um, because this part, we really didn't get anything else. We got the crosshair and Omega, I guess, little dynamic for one second. But other than that, it was just them walking around trying to get off Camino. Yeah. Well, Okay, I will say on the flip side for me, I uh -huh. think just the like the emotional tug that I have with Camino was That's enough fair. for me to enjoy that because I, I knew in that moment as I was watching it, like, look, this is probably the last time in canon that we're going to see this place. Yeah, so yeah. I need to soak all of this up the entire time that I can. And I've seen people say that on Twitter where they were like, you know, this is a huge deal. And I agree that. You know, I'm not trying to take away what's happening in the episode, right? Camino is getting destroyed. This mm -hmm. place where they were all created. Um, but I just, I don't know. I think the speculation did get to me a little bit. The fact that it was part one, part two. I was like, okay, there's a reason that they're, they're cutting mm -hmm. it in half. They're about to drop some heavy bombs on us here. We got to set up season two. Nothing happened. Yeah. It was really like the big bombs were continuations of things they had already revealed last week that's right i i just was like uh, i mean it wasn't a bad episode let me yeah. say that it was a good episode i was entertained it was very um you know action heavy mm -hmm. very action heavy not a lot of uh not a lot of character stuff with our season finale here mm -hmm. but what we did get i thought was good so um with that you want to you want to kind of dig into the actual plot? Yeah, we can. But, you know, as you were saying that, you know, why don't we finish this off, you know, the right way? We've been yeah. doing these polls. Um, so let oh, me just real yeah. quickly, you know, give my category. Honestly, I'm with you. When I initially voted on our poll and Zach, if you can pull that up so you can Do kind it. of talk about that um, as we as I voted on that poll initially, you know, I did put good but not great. And, and I think it was because I had just watched it. And I was feeling those, you know, speculation. I mean, last night, what did I say? Like 70% Boba or something like something uh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 65, it was something crazy. 65 was Vader. Yeah, no. yeah that was way off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, remember. Yeah, we, you know, you guys should go back and watch our other, if you, if mm -hmm. you can, if you're on our YouTube, uh, go back and watch our predictions, see how we got everything wrong. Pretty wrong. Much. <laughs> um, it's pretty funny to go back and do that. I actually did that uh, before yeah. the show. I went back and watched some of our uh, predictions, and I was like, "Was anything right, man?" Um, I don't think it was. A Rampart, uh, hey, we said he wouldn't die, and and you did. You got some stuff right. We're gonna get into it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Right. Don't I you will. Worry. Okay. So back to the poll, though. Yeah. You know, 
after I watched it, I said good, but not great. However, mm-hmm. I gave it a second watch. And after I put all of those expectations behind me, I really loved this episode. Like I enjoyed it a lot. Emotionally, I was connected, mm-hmm. even though it was kind of a repeat as far as character, you know, mm-hmm arguing back and forth like oh we saw that last week you know that kind of got a little repetitive and again we'll get to that a little bit more in a minute but after i watch it's, it's more so like i'm in between it's not all the way to top tier but i feel like it's it's better than good mm-hmm. so it i don't know I, i'm kind of in between but i guess if i had to pick one i guess i'd still have to stick with my gut of good okay. but not great yeah i put uh i put it as good but not great as well um, yeah, like I said, I, I I started the episode here saying pretty, you know, Debbie Downer, but mm-hmm. I just um I, I wanted it to be top tier. I just really, really wanted that episode that because we've been leading up in these past episodes have been heater after mm-hmm. heater, man. And I was afraid this might happen, that we get the heaters and then they it's not that they didn't stick the landing. It just didn't have the pizzazz of a season finale that I wanted. But yeah. it was still good, but not great to me. So going into the um, actual poll here, we have 4% saying not for me. 20% saying it's okay. 58% say good, but not great. And 16% said top tier. So wow. we actually had more people say it's okay than we did say top tier. Wow. And I'm right there with them, man. I think this... This pretty much exactly fits how I feel about the episode where it's good, but not great. I lean more. It's okay. than top tier personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sounds like you're more on the top tier end. Yeah. I'm like directly in between the good, but not great and top okay. tier. If okay. there was a category to fall in between, that's where yeah. I would be. <laughs> okay. Well, um, you guys listening out there, let us know what you think your initial thoughts, where do you land on this poll? And if you want to be a part of the show, we don't have Bad Batch anymore currently, but I can almost guarantee it's going to be back for uh, our next, you know, whatever shows next. Is it uh, our Visions? Well, we got Visions soon. Yeah. yeah and then definitely Book of Boba. Yeah, really. I mean, come on. Boba. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be back on that. So follow Mando at Mando Talk on there to be a part of the show. But uh, now that we got our Twitter out of the way, you want to get into the actual plot? plot, plot Let's get plot, into the plot. plot, plot. So, you know, typically what we do is we we go through plot by plot point and we just kind of speculate or you know share our theories or our reactions to that so we're just going to venture down the episode we're going to relive the episode uh yet again with each other and yeah so like we kind of alluded to the beginning of this episode you know begins with camino uh the city getting destroyed like and Rampart, man, Rampart in that shot, just standing up there in that cruiser was with the, great. With the lightning and him just blasting. Yes, and man. And just no emotion on his face, just looking down, almost almost happy, right? Yeah. Almost like. Like satisfied. Yeah, satisfied. Um, And when this is going down, you know, Omega get, does get separated from Hunter and the crew, and yep. she ends up being with uh, Crosshair, and it kind of sets up this interesting a stage but while we're talking about rampart this was in fact the last that we saw of rampart and we asked this in our predictions in our prediction stream was he successful in his mission you know we talked about could the bad batch you know technically technically be part of his mission to wipe out but i'll go ahead and answer that question i think he did the job he was expected to do and i think he uh 
knocked it out the park uh, personally. What do you think, Zach? Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I do think he was successful in his mission, especially the face he was making with that satisfied, like, yeah, I got him. And um, with Tarkin telling him that last episode to, you know, to just to do it, like basically an empire speak, good job, do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I do agree that uh, I think he was successful in his mission, at least this season. But, man, I hope we see him next season. I really oh, hope. I, I, know, hope I definitely around. I definitely think we will, but I I came to love Rampart, and we didn't get a lot of them, but what we did bums me out. (laughs) That one episode, the waste of time episode with Sindula family, (laughs) um, that episode he was he was balling. Yeah. Um, and I thought he ever since that moment that was the kind of turn for me where I was like, ooh, ooh, Mm -hmm. he he is legit. There's a reason that Tarkin has tasked him with this mission. Right, he's Tarkin's yeah. not just going to give it to anyone. So um, I, I think he really proved himself then, and then what we saw here, where he's just like mm, mm, mm-hmm. killing him, Boom. silent killer. Um, oh, awesome. And then you know he finally gets the report of the clone informing him that the Kaminoan facilities had collapsed into the sea, and that clone really Dude, struggled with delivering that line. Up, I loved that little that little yes. nugget of direction of. He did not like what he was saying. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, the, uh, you know, everything's destroyed, basically. Yeah. And I love that moment. You know, it, it did set, like, in me, I was like, okay, this is going to be an emotional ride, like they've teased. You know, they kept teasing it throughout the, the season that you just wait for the finale. It's going to be emotional. That moment, I knew it was going to be emotional. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh. Right. Um, I, I really did like that. And and it could have easily not happened, right? It could mm-hmm. have never happened in that regard, but the clone actually feeling that way. It was like oof, it was, it was tough. Yeah. It was tough to see. But now we are with the Bad Batch crew and we see Omega again with Crosshair and Omega saves Crosshair. You know, they they get caught. They they go in where Crosshair gets caught. Omega saves the day a little bit and Wrecker and crew are able to get them out. So Omega, Crosshair and AZ come through the underwater room and they're all together yet again. Uh, and Hunter, so Crosshair does come to Hunter informs Crosshair that the Imperials open fire on the city as Crosshair decides to, you know, reluctantly actually follow this crew. And he was not happy at all uh, yeah. about any of this. And I think your prediction, honestly, of Crosshair being fully committed to the Empire uh, was on the money, honestly. Like, yeah. there's there's nothing else that really happened with Crosshair. He didn't like, well, there is one moment that we, we'll get to, but he stays even so committed. Then, and, and I really struggle with that, honestly, as a viewer. Yeah, I, even then, the fact, you know, let's just talk about it, where he, he basically pays Omega back for what we're about to see. So Omega, mm-hmm. you, you know, Omega saves his life because this thing is in the daggum water. I didn't expect all this about to happen. Where mm-hmm. the whole basically a ship has crashed into the ground, into the water, I should say, and they're at the bottom of this ocean. Yeah, that was awesome visual. I couldn't mm-hmm. see a daggone thing on my QLED, but uh, <laughs> I swear it was dark. I had to stand in front of the TV like an old man, like trying to see what's going on. <laughs> but it was awesome. So water, it, I'm a sucker for a good water's coming in. You got to uh-huh. hurry up and do something. 
and this worked well for me. I was like, oh, okay, what's about to happen here? Like, mm -hmm. all right, keep going, keep going, get him, get him, get him kind of a thing. And yeah. Omega, uh, you know, Wrecker and everybody's on the other side and they're working to get him out. They open it. Omega saves his life basically. Right. Um, and gets him uh, on the other side, which what a, what a power move to open the door enough for them to fly out and then close the door. Yeah. Um, but what, I'm doing what I do best, folks. Nitpicking, okay. okay. Um, but uh, that scene I thought worked great, um, and it and it kind of set the scene of like, oh, all right, we're we're back in it, boys. Here we go. We're getting crazy. Um, but what what did you think of Omega? You know, kind of doing what she needed to do. She's up there blasting away on that thing with her bow. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, it. it, it I think Omega's character, you, you know, is finalized at this point. She just always does what's you know morally the right thing it, it's very ahsoka like it's very feloni-esque you can tell feloni yes. has had his hands on yes. this omega character um one thing though i did notice on a second watch this is nitpicky uh omega after she blasts the bow she throws it to the side oh, gets cross her back gets crosshair back but goes straight underwater without picking it up yeah and yeah. then she's sucked through the door yet and then then on the other side she has it back on her back. Oh. So a little like a last Jedi moment where, yeah, you yeah. know, the dagger disappears suddenly somehow. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I, but I with animation, you know, that's not a big deal to me, but it, it was just it, like a I goof that I noticed. I like the nitpick. Oh, uh, maybe there's a, did you, did you like go back and watch it? Or did you just notice it? Second watch. I noticed. No, I mean it. like, were you like, Oh, hold up one second. And then go back or. Cause no, it was just actually natural interesting yeah oh, oh, oh. i got gotcha. you okay well yeah so uh she gets through i thought it was a great scene and i agree with you that this kind of solidifies the uh omega arc of her mm -hmm. being she can act she will do whatever it takes even when it's a horrible decision to be a good person we're going to talk about that here in a little bit but uh she's going to do it she's just a good human or a yeah. good whatever, a good clone human. Um, so I really like that. And then, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was reading through here. Yep. Um, Hunter informs Crosshair, you know, like you said, hey, your boys, they just fired on the city and destroyed mm -hmm. everything with you in the city, by the way. Um, and he, of course, is like, man, shut up. Uh, <laughs> um, I like the Empire. And See some hatred for Crosshair flowing out of you. It's <laughs> such a boring character today, you know? Like, uh -huh. just why you got to be so rude? <laughs> Not the words. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, like, nice plug. On, these are your bro. These are your bros, man. But um, so the, like I said, the city falls all the way down to the to the ocean floor. Mm. Great scene, and I agree with you in our notes here. You have mm -hmm. music and emotions in the scenes that follow. Wow. I immediately, I actually noticed it when uh, Omega was trying to get a crosshair out of there, the mm -hmm. music. Oh my gosh, man. Kevin Kiner, right? Yes. He kills it. And he, I feel like nobody ever talks about the music in Bad Batch. And it has been one of the standouts for me this entire season. And especially this episode, right in the feels of, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you get really 
tense the and then like happy or sad or whatever emotion you need to be feeling i feel like he pulls it out do you agree oh absolutely and uh, specifically for me it was like that transitioning period of when the crew take off down the hallway and crosshair is just standing there and like the music swells um, and then he then decides to you know keep going and keep following them and it's like our transitioning period of you know, going and wrapping up part one and going into the mission of part two is kind of when that music climaxes there after the city has fallen uh, down into the ocean. And it it really did tug at the heart there for a minute. Uh, well, you know, I thought that was going to be his turning point. I that's how I interpreted yeah. it. it was like, OK, the music swelling. He's mm-hmm. going with them there. There's hope. There's hope that something is going to happen here. And I kept holding out the hope of my prediction of that dude is going to get murked by one of the empire by like to protect, to protect the bad batch. Sure. Yeah. Nah, not nah. even anywhere close. To yeah. That. Well, but, and Crosshair had so many moments to turn over, turn back. And he just refused, it, refused. I'm so torn on it because I, I don't want him to turn. I like him being the bad guy. He's a good bad guy. And he's very emotional in that role because I don't think he sees them as enemies as much as he sees them betraying him almost, right? Because in part one, we see him, as I said, Kylo Renning and saying, please come with me, be with the Empire. And he just, he wants to follow orders. This is what's in his DNA. And he wants his brothers there with him even though he's all hard or whatever, he just wants them to be with him. And they obviously aren't going to do that. And they want the same. So I thought they pulled on that pretty, pretty well this episode. So sorry, I'm getting off hand here. Yeah, no, no, no. You're um, good, man. You're good. So, hey, we're just sharing spoiler thoughts. Baby. Yeah, we're going to go I, as long as we want. <laughs> I thought that was good. Um, that, that little moment of, well, the, the moment was a little off because it's like, okay, you're going to drown down here. You're going to go with them. What are you going to do? um true <laughs> but i didn't think of it in that regard in the moment right you're like oh just go with them be with them come on yeah um, but i thought it i thought it really worked so now we're on to the mission of the, yeah uh episode we'll call it the mission i call mm-hmm. it the walking simulator um <laughs> dark side is um, out all it, of a sudden you, i mean it, from what i saw on twitter beforehand here mm-hmm. it seems like this is sentiment of what mm. I'm saying, where it's kind of boring. Okay. Um, but but I'm happy to hear that you liked it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I, I don't want to bring you down to me. I want to enjoy you to enjoy what you enjoyed. So sure. I'll let you take the mission. Okay. Do. Yeah. So the you know, they they end up going through the tunnels, that they're, they're trying to figure out a way out of Camino, and they actually do go back to their old room, and when we get there, you know, it's a continuing thread from part one and into part two, where Hunter and Crosshair continue to just go back and forth with each other, and that ain't the last moment either. Um, and it, it honestly kind of gets a little repetitive and kind of like, what's the point? <laughs> left and right of Hunter being a bad leader, and you're taking orders from a kid, and it's like, dude, she ain't a kid spoiler a freaking alert buddy yeah. <laughs> keller coming in i've been holding this in keller is coming in hot with the prediction of we're gonna get more omega speak and that she's actually older 
mm. in the Bad Batch. Mm. I mean, she kind of said that earlier, but they never confirmed that. Mm -hmm. um, so I gave you props on that. Mm -hmm. And I gave you right. props you, for saying she's going to bring back, or they're going to talk about it, where I was like, yeah, I think they'll just leave it. No, they, they specifically called it out um, mm -hmm. that she's older than them. And for the listeners, she says, you're my brother to Crosshair. So there you yeah. go. Boom. Straight up. Straight up, you're my brother. <laughs> so, you know. I love you know, it. No debate. No debate. But, you know, like you said, Omega, you know, comes with up with this mission and Crosshair just deny, deny, whatever, dude. Like, like get over it, man. Dude. And then Tech, you know, Tech does say this beautiful line that I'm seeing a lot of people like tweet out there. I think it's a great line. I think it's a great philosophy just for anybody to incorporate in their lives, especially with how the world is right now. Yeah. Understanding you does not mean I agree with you. Uh, they're cool with it. Like, he's cool with him, you know. I don't I don't like what you're doing right now, Crosshair, but I get you. Let's just move on. Let's yes. do what we need to I, do. I love beautiful. I loved it. And and D. Bradley Baker, talk about a freaking actor. He plays all these dudes. Let's yeah. not forget. I feel like we don't talk about this enough. I don't feel like I feel like nobody talks about this enough. This dude is playing all of these characters besides Omega and the, yep. and the droid. So Wow. The fact that he can portray these people and they do not feel like the same people. Mm -hmm. So well done, man. And text delivery of, you know, basically he's, he's like a robot, right? He basically talks like a robot. Essentially. Where, or a yeah. droid, where he says like, you know, record, don't pay him attention. He literally can't help it. Mm -hmm. Understanding you does not mean I agree with you. Oh, because Crosshair's like, why are you backing me up? You know, why are you saying this? And he's like, yeah, no, no, no. I I understand, but I don't agree with you. Mwah. Yeah, beautiful. beautiful. It was beautiful. Uh, now, this moment next in the episode was something that I kind of felt like was unnecessary. This underwater creature that causes some some chaos there for a second of them trying to get out of the tunnel uh, and them ending up escaping to Nalase's lab. Eh. I didn't really need, it's kind of like the uh the moment in the Force Awakens with Han Solo and Chewbacca and those creatures on the ship. Percent. That's it, exactly. it makes it feel makes it feel Star Warsy, but it's just one of those like, yeah, it didn't really push the plot along. That is one of that is exactly where my mind went was the Force Awakens weird sucker things on the uh, on the ship. It's a plot device to get them to hurry up along the uh uh water tunnel. Yeah. I, yeah. I was like, oh, well, here we go. Here we go. It's a dark tunnel. It's a cave. It's a water. It's a dang it, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and I, I share those frustrations with that. I don't other than like cool visuals. We like I said, that, yeah, don't that didn't wrong. really do much. <laughs> I think the uh, I think the animations in this show or in this episode really shined as well, because we got a lot of close ups and that like hand painted, you know, whatever. I thought that was just awesome. And the 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 visual of that big do we know what it is, by the way? I don't know. I, I, I do not know what that creature that is. That big called. thing in the water with the water glowing in the background was very ominous and very cool. And it made me go, How did they even build this daggum tunnel? Mm -hmm. right? Like wow. <laughs> that's a good point. It's incredible. It kind of makes me think of the the big fish in uh Phantom Menace. Hmm. You know, big cooper fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
yeah, something yeah. kind of like that. But uh, I'm not I'm not down with my aquatic creature names in the Star Wars galaxy. Big scary Star Wars <laughs> creature. But yeah, there you so, go. <laughs> so we make it, we made it across, and luckily I liked seeing uh, Az. Is that you say it? Yes. Az doing something here. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very cool. I always sacrificing thought- some power. I always love seeing a good droid uh, sacrifice or or droid having humanity. I love that little trope that we always get, and it it really worked for me this time. Yeah, so they end up getting you know into the lab, and this is where that line is made. Just a one liner about you know Crosshair Omega is older than us, bro. Uh, but there wasn't really more than that. Like you, like we already kind of alluded to, was just that line like enough for us, or do we still want to know more? about omega's past i want to know more it made me want to know more yeah Um, and i think we're going to get more yes i think we're going to get more right um but i loved it um give it to me especially the fact they're in this lab where they were created basically i i Mm -hmm. very um circle of life type stuff right like uh, i thought that was very very well done and um didn't feel heavy handed to me of like, Oh, we're in the room where you're born. I thought it was very well done. Yeah. Um, and Omega basically saying like, I spent my whole life here. Like this Mm -hmm. is, this is my home. And it's just so sad to see it all get destroyed, let alone all the clones and stuff, just Omega herself, which I'm coming to the conclusion. This ain't the bad batch. This is Omega. Mm, Like the, like that's the show's focus. It's Omega. Yeah. It, it's really starting to seem that way. It, it, like the Bad Batch is pushing the plot along, but it's really Omega that's growing through the plot. It's it's the it's Star Wars Omega Origins or whatever you want to call it, right? Oh, yeah, it's um, and I'm not mad about that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. No, not, not definitely mad, not. Um, I just remember when she came along, I thought she, you know, she really got on my nerves there for the first couple episodes, but wow. What a character turn. I, I love Omega. Absolutely. And she is the one that, that comes up with this next idea. I think, well, actually, no, I think it was tech. They were in the background talking about like how the, the tubes that the, uh, yeah, the tubes that are in that lab could flow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Crosshair comes up with the idea that AZ can actually direct them right. upward. Uh, and something that, that made me happy finally uh, was that, crosshair taking shots at omega hunter finally like stepped in and said nah man you don't need to be bashing omega she's one of us like let's move on from that and it was good to see that well because he's like you're taking orders from a kid or whatever yeah and that, and i like where hunter of course is like whoa 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 buddy you're right my, my kids basically um or my sister i guess right you yeah. get you gonna get hit, especially when Crosshair's talking his smack, and he's like Camino. What we have here, Camino regs the Republic. That time is over. The Empire will control the entire galaxy, and I'm gonna be a part of it. What a ridiculous line to believe, right? No, no, I'm saying it's a good line for Crosshair, but what mm-hmm. a ridiculous line to like Crosshair. You don't believe that. There ain't no way you believe that I that you're that's how it's going to go but maybe he does and i think he does right uh-huh. um and then hunter just drops a bomb on him all you ever be to them is a number yeah well thank you thank you hunter in a way though you know for me i kind of when i when i heard crosshair say that he's right when he says the empire will control the entire 100%, galaxy 100 
you're on the money, dude. Like you're not lying. Hey, guess what? We know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But on the flip side, Hunter's correct that, you know, Crosshair, you can say you're going to be part of it all you want to, mm-hmm. but you're just a number. Like that's they right. can recruit the next man up. <laughs> it's the end part. That's insane. It's the, you know, he calls out everything. Camino regs, Republic, everything it's over. Empire is going to control it. And I'm going to be a part of it. I just mm-hmm. feel like it's him standing on a rock and he's like, I'm going to be a part of it. And then usually in a movie when that happens is when the dude gets his head chopped off or whatever, right? Like a dragon, <laughs> Game of Thrones dragon comes down and kills him. So that's yeah. why I really was like, oh, he's about to, get, he's about to die. Yeah. He's going to die if he starts talking all this talk, right? And at least Hunter kind of shut him down. Because I don't mm-hmm. think he said anything back after that, did he? No, he just kind of walked oh, to the side up and went and sat down. And then that's, that's right. when Omega went up to him and was like, that's right. she finally came to the realization that it was him making all those deci- right. decisions all along and not the inhibitor chip, which, you know, speaking of inhibitor chip, we didn't get any clue as to when he took that out. Thoughts nope. on that? I was wrong. I thought we would. No, no. I, I, I think we both said that they were just going to like not talk about mm-hmm. it correct because um yeah i don't need it i don't need to know if i'm being honest i, I mm-hmm. don't need to know all i know is that he's been making the decisions on his own and now omega has figured that out and man what i this is probably my favorite part of the whole episode okay. i'm not crying think about it i it really hit me because it's like this guy is so broken he's putting on this act of I think he's backed into a corner. That's how I look at it, right? He's a snake backed into a corner, and all he can do is be with the Empire because he knows deep down that what the Bad Batch is going to end up doing, being good, helping, not following orders, he -hmm. just can't do it. He just, it's not what he does. And it's so sad um, because we know he has humanity. He saves Omega. Savior. She's dead mm-hmm. without crosshair. So we know it's in there, but I just think that's how people are. If you really want to get deep Yoda style on this thing, that's the, that's the crux of the show is like, it's just some people are different. Yeah. Your brothers. Right. And it was, it was in that moment when, when crosshair said that line that I finally came to grips of he's not turning. Yep. That's right. Uh, because that was like maybe the second or third time, at least in just this episode, where he refused to appreciate what the Bad Batch were doing for him. Yeah. And, you know, at that point, I, I don't think there's any turning back. Okay. Uh, but, you know, moving along in the plot here, we do now finally get to uh, the point where they detonate out of that lab. They float up on those tubes. AZ guides them. But as AZ is guiding Omega, an object gets in the way. Uh, takes her down to the surface az decides to use all the power that he's got left to go down there save omega push her up but omega again decides to do the morally correct thing as the bad batch crew gets to the top of the surface but i think this is probably what you were talking about earlier that you thought was absolutely stupid so go dark side on us let's hear it (laughs) this whole sequence did not work for me Really? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you why. Because I could have huh. wrote on the back of a napkin exactly what was about to happen. <laughs> like, 
All right. Oh, AZ is having power troubles, right? We're uh, going up uh -huh. in these tubes, which I thought was weird at first, but I kind of just glanced over it because it does make sense. These tubes would float to the top. And I was like, right. oh, all right, that's how they're going to get out. Because I was like, how are they going to freaking get out of this place? They're however far down in this ship, like, or, or in this, I keep calling it a ship, this building. Mm -hmm. um, I, I was very intrigued how they were going to get out of this. Um, and that worked for me. And I liked Crosshair saying, you know, AZ, you know, you can push us around. But what a dumb decision. First of all, his part. yes, first of all, come on, AZ, you got to do better than that. You got to, if anything, let Crosshair and Hunter go and save Omega. But Omega gets smoked. What an emotional scene, though. Yes. Right? I don't want to overlook that. Her being face-to-face -face with AZ and, and I guess him saying, like, you know i'm successful or whatever like that hit me i was like oh mm -hmm. no it was it was he, jack don't let go don't let go then, jack then they had to ruin it and she had to jump out of the stupid thing and try to save him when she's 200 meters down and then so i was like oh well maybe she's closer than i thought right maybe she's gonna jump out and be closer no she's about to die right here <laughs> And Hunter's like, I'm going to jump in. Do you see her? I don't see her. I'm like, oh, what What are we doing? And then Hunter's got a gun to his head. And I'm like, oh, my. What, what is this? Or uh, Crosshair's got a gun to his head. I'm like, what's happening? And then Crosshair does the really cool thing. Yes. Shooting AZ, saving Omega and AZ, because Omega somehow luckily, you know, gets caught on that. Mm -hmm. But awesome scene, right? That's That's why I think that's why I'm so upset is because the moment with AZ was amazing. The was so moment, emotional. That's right. And the moment with Crosshair was so emotional because I didn't know what was about to happen. But the execution of this, this moment just irked me, man. I was like, that's hmm. so out of character. Hmm. But it's not. It's hmm. not out of character, right? It's, it's so much in her character that... I feel like they just took it too far of her being this good person. Like, I'm going to save AZ. You're going to die. It's a droid, man. He did his mission, and it was so emotional, and it hit me so hard. And I thought he was just going to float off, and, and Omega and was the, going to go to the top, and she was going to be crying. And the music was going to swell Dude, again. <laughs> like, you talk about some tears. I didn't even care about AZ, and I was feeling it. And then uh -huh. she had to do the dumb thing of getting out. And I was like, oh, this is dumb. I think I literally said, this is dumb out loud. And Taylor was like, what? Oh, no. Said, this is dumb. <laughs> and then we at least got that amazing moment with Crosshair of him mm -hmm. saving her. Um, so, in all of that, right, mm -hmm. we had the really cool moment of AZ and the really cool moment with Crosshair. Overall, it didn't work for me because I felt like it was a very dumb decision that was just there to push the plot. But Keller, what you got? Um, I loved this part, man. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were about to say that. I knew you were about to say I love this part. I really did. I loved AZ guiding them and directing them. It kind of gave me, okay, here we go. You know, Star Trek. It, it's hard bringing that up on a Star Wars oh. show, but it gave me vibes. There's like one of the Star Trek movies that, that came out when Abrams was involved, um, where, Kirk and Spock are, are going through space and one of them back on the ship is like directing them as to what path they got to take to avoid debris. It mm. kind of reminded me of that. So I enjoyed that kind of plot. Uh, yeah, that plot didn't device. bother me whatsoever. I thought that was Yeah, cool. I liked the little mission. That was cool. I liked AZ 
you know, sacrificing himself, giving up the power because yeah. or giving his last power up to do that. Yeah. And then in that moment, I thought, oh, he's dying. Yes. So my emotions Kill were him. going down. But then Omega decides to go get AZ. So then my emotions go up. But then I see Crosshair point a gun at Hunter's head yes. and my emotions go down. And then I see Crosshair shoot into the water to save the crew. So then my emotions go back up. So okay. because okay. my emotions were, were there, you know, the roller coaster ride were so, you know, bouncing back and forward. I was pleased. I was like, let's go. This is this is a ride and I'm here for it. I, that's just kind of how I took it. I see that's what you're cool. saying though. No, that's awesome. I, I see how like the emotions and I agree if, if they had committed to AZ dying in that yeah. moment to sacrifice him, it goes, him it, it goes back to what I said yesterday in the live stream. And if you missed it, I'm sorry. I'm about to say it again here. This show has no stakes. There's no stakes. Yeah. Kill the droid. I'm talking about death. Mm, I'm back. Death. I'm back. Kill the droid. Because <laughs> I truly believe I'm having a different conversation tonight. If mm. they kill the droid. So if the droid had died, you would have went with top tier. <laughs> I would have been a lot more positive. I'll say that. Okay. Okay. A lot more positive about it. Just that one moment because it was work. I think because it was working so well for me mm -hmm. that I, I, I felt like it had gotten ruined by this dumb decision of I'm going to save AZ dumb decision. Yeah. But, but now that we've talked about it, see, that's why I love doing this show. Uh -huh. Now that we've talked about it, I feel a little bit better about it because of the crosshair payoff. Yeah, that's true. And so now that I've kind of let it out, I, I, that's why I love it. It's just, this is therapy <laughs> for us, for me. Um, yeah. And it, it does work a little bit better now that we got that crosshair payoff because when he had the gun and Hunter, I was like, dude, I was like, what's, well, what's about to happen here? Yeah. You know, what's the, what's the play? You got everybody guns on you and you're mm -hmm. about to do something. And I didn't notice it had that little lever thing on there. Right. Yeah. Um, so when he shot it, obviously I didn't think he was shooting Hunter in the head. I just didn't know what he was doing. Mm -hmm. I thought he was, I didn't know what he's doing. And so he shoots an incredible shot. Only crosshair can make this shot. Right. Yeah. Which I thought was an amazing payoff and me being naive and dumb. I thought, Oh, well, this is the turn. He's on their side now. Mm -hmm. Same. And yeah, no, I'm wrong. You know, as you were talking, I, I thought of two scenarios that went through my mind. Scenario one, there for a minute, I thought Crosshair really was going to try to shoot at Hunter, yeah, which would have been bad news. I really did, too. But also, I thought once I saw the gun turn a little bit, I thought mm -hmm. he was going to kill Omega and finally say, all right, boys, y'all can finally actually focus up and Dude, focus I thought on he was us gonna being try. a crew. I think that that's where I lent was or leaned is I thought he was going to try to shoot at Omega and Hunter uh -huh. was going to like hit the gun and then, then like oh. duke it out or whatever, right? Yeah, I and then it would have turned into like a chicken fight on the water. <laughs> it would have been awesome in that tube, and they're just like fighting each other, and Hunter pulls his knife out yeah. and stabs him, and you're like, no. You telling me that ain't a better episode than what we got, boys. Um, but Ooh. but still a good moment of Crosshair yeah. saving her. Um, pulls him up. And one thing I thought was really well done in this moment was the aftermath, where everyone doesn't know what to say, right? You've got Wrecker who's got his gun on him still. Everybody's got their gun on um, Crosshair. Crosshair. But everyone's like, 
thank you. You know, like, and Hunter's just looking at him like, why did you do that? I know yeah. that's why he's thinking of what he's thinking is like, why would you do that? You hate this kid. You've been talking smack all time. And what they don't know is basically he's just repaying a debt. It ain't even he really means well. He does, but he's repaying a debt. He's, he's, he's like Chewy. It's life debt. There you go. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> where are you at? <laughs> uh, no, I and I love the scene. I'm glad that maybe we were able to get to a point where you could appreciate a little bit yeah. more. Yeah, thank you. For uh, that. Thank but you. I think because, like I mentioned, the roller coaster of emotions, I was all in on that moment. But this does get us to, you know, the transitioning into the ending of this season. The crew paddles back to the Marauder safe and out of harm's way uh, once they pull AZ and Omega out of the water. Uh, and we get to, you know, this landing platform where that ship had been. And we see a wide shot of the city and the city is just completely wiped out. And, you know, we get those emotions from Omega. We get those emotions from the Bad Batch and Crosshair. Um, and, yeah, it kind of hit me again. Like this this episode, I, I think why I enjoyed it so much was just because the emotions of clone troopers, the clone wars, Camino being so key to the prequels and me growing up as a prequel kid. I guess that's really what what drove this episode for me. And then, you know, in this moment, we do get that line uh, from Omega as, you know, the Bad Batch is going back to the ship, realizing that Crosshair, he ain't coming with us. Uh, and Omega says, you're still their brother, Crosshair. You're my brother, too. Uh, great, great moment. And Crosshair still, again, fifth or sixth time at this point, refuses to to go good and he is committed to staying behind and waiting on the imperial scouts uh I, I, what did you think of these final moments i i thought the wide shot of the city was very heavy mm -hmm. right um and i'm not even as tied to camino as it sounds like you you are or, or that the, the fan base is right like i understand camino i'm not tied to clone wars and stuff or any rebels so i don't know does that have a part to play in that you're tied to camino or is that just star wars in general the Clone Wars does, yes, okay. uh, because just because you get to like peel back uh, the characters of the clone troopers themselves, you know, because in the movies, they're just troopers. They don't dive into the characters. They don't dive in behind how much they actually love Kamino. Like that's their home uh, in the Clone Wars. They do a great job of portraying that. Uh, so I think the Clone Wars, that show is really what make makes me feel a connection to that place and all the video games that me and jacob my brother would play you know as kids camino was like one of our favorite maps so that played a little hand in it too yeah gotcha. okay but um no i thought it was fine i i just was disappointed in crosshair i guess again i'm being um very much flip floppy like i don't want him to go good but <laughs> yeah i want him to go good right um for the story, I want him to stay bad because it's just a good story to me. And then I want him to go good because I want everyone to be happy because I love the character so much. Uh -huh. um, but that line of, of, of basically she's begging him, right, without begging him and saying, mm -hmm. look, you're still their brothers. I don't care what you've done. You've been a real D, okay? <laughs> but you're still, our, you're still their brothers. And then she said, you're my brother, too. I was like, oh, yeah, 
yeah, that one hit me is, is the, you're my brother too. Um, but then Crosshair just says, no, I'm just going to stand here and mm-hmm. wait. Mm-hmm. Um, see you guys. Oh, you got the only transport. Okay. Well, don't I'm worry. I'm just going to chill. Don't worry. I hate you later. so much. I'm going <laughs> to freaking just wait on the empire to hopefully come pick me up. Yeah. What do that you was, think? Where, where, that did was this, weird. Where, where did this end for you? Um, I'm questioning the decisions of Crosshair. Like, do you really not see that if the empire is willing to just open fire on that place, they don't need you, dude. I don't, I really don't get this, but again, maybe that's just how he's wired. And, um, and the reason I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but no, you're the, good. The reason I think, um, it, it almost works for me that he's so adamant is the moment with Omega. When he go, when, when Hunter hurts him, I think when he says you're going to be just a number, I think he believes him. And that's why he doesn't say anything. He just walks off. And when he sits down, he like puts his head on his hand and you're like, oh, like he's, he's right. Yeah. That little little nugget I think was very interesting in that seeing crosshair being so ridiculously set in his ways. Maybe, maybe there, maybe he knows he's, he's telling the truth. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and this does kind of lead me to, to start thinking about, you know, things to look forward to for season two, because we are specifically talking about crosshair. So let's just go ahead and do okay. that. Let's talk okay. about crosshair's potential future role. It's hard for me after all of these moments that we've seen, it's hard for me to ever envision redemption at this point. And what's the empire going to do with him? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know what I, they have to have something. I hope. Mm-hmm. Because they, they thought they would have got rid of him. But what is he going to do? Is, Train is, the death troopers. He's going to be the I mean, first death trooper trainer. And that's how uh, that wasn't getting incorporated with Rogue One. It's that's gotta just be my heart speaking. <laughs> it's got to be something good, right? Uh-huh. I, I want it to be what we talked about. I really want it to have meaning that he is so into the Empire. I want it to bite him in the butt. Mm-hmm. And I know that's re- kind of ridiculous, but I really want him to 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 do it. And James Bros, what up, James Gang? What's up, man? James Gang, he <laughs> says, "Yes, I made it. Really liked the episode. I'm glad that they left the season without without answering too much. Crosshair was amazing in this episode. And fascinating uh, take. Exactly, disagree. Fascinating <laughs> take. I completely disagree. Um, but but I love that you loved it." Right. I, I don't want to bring you down. I, I've been saying that since the beginning. Um, he said, I don't feel like he will ever join the batch again. I think they will go their separate ways. Just a thought. I, I think they have to do that. Yeah. He, they've tried and tried and tried and tried. He better do something really, really, really like on their side for mm-hmm. me to want him. I don't even want him part of the bad batch. Hot take. I don't okay. even want him back. No, and I don't think we're we're ever going to get a moment of them working together again. The however, here here's my pushback on that. I think Omega being the one to say the last thing and her saying you're still their brother crosshair, you're my brother too, and it just shows him thinking about her saying that. No, like and it, that it, is it, what it, makes it still a little open to me that no. even though he's not going to ever like fully go back and work with them again, but it 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 goes back to what we speculated throughout season one. I think maybe in season two will be that moment that we all thought we were going to get of him just sacrificing himself to. for the crew. 
And I think maybe, you know, the way they set this episode up that they couldn't really make that happen. Like organically, it didn't work. Um, but I, I just, I think that has to happen. That's the only thing in my mind that would justify all of this pushback is mm -hmm. that eventually they're going to be in the sights of the empire, whether it's Vader, whether it's Rampart, whether it's just nobody, I, I, a nobody. Mm -hmm. I want Crosshair to take one for the team, literally. And that, that would satisfy me. All of this pushback we're getting in episode oh, season finale, it would work for me. And James Bros says, no, you're all good. I'm glad we can disagree and still love Star Wars. Touche. I was disappointed at first, but after I realized how grounded the episode was, it helped me out. That's interesting. I'm, I'm glad that he mentioned that because that was one of my thoughts too. And like I said, after the first time I watched it, you know, I was caught up in the expectation and the speculation of, oh, Boba could be incorporated, Vader, Rex, exactly. Tarkin, all of that yeah. stuff. But I, then I did, after my second watch, I appreciated that the show stuck it to its guns. They stuck to its main core characters and and gave those characters a finale and and didn't focus on oh we got to bring in a character to just please the fans i was appreciative of that how did we get no rex in this episode no saw no rebels nothing i, I was surprised the most by not hearing something about rex and i will say I that thought, i thought there at the end we haven't talked about it yet so let's talk about it where uh, we get nala say um in this like jungle I, you may know what this planet is and stuff but um okay i don't i have okay. no clue um, it, it looks beautiful was, i thought this was gonna be the rex moment with the rebels and saw and everybody because i i won't lie to you i wasn't really paying attention to the ship i got kids so i'm just trying to watch this last part because i finally got him away to watch the whole episode and uh, we get to this end part and I didn't pay attention to whose ship it was. I just assumed it was theirs. And I was like, oh, 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 here we go. Here we go. Rebel stuff. Yes. And then it was the Nala say. And I'm not upset about that. I just was very surprised that uh, we didn't get anything with them. I was so wrong in my prediction at the second half where I thought they were going to end the, end the season with the Rebels Rex stuff. But didn't even bring it up. Didn't even bring yeah, it up. Yeah, it didn't. It did not at all. And James Bro says, I was very surprised at how long it took them to escape Camino. Yeah. Exactly. And I think you, I think in the prediction, you mentioned that you thought getting off Camino would be like the midway point of the yeah. finale and well, that we thought, were going to go somewhere else to end it. That's right. That's why I kept calling, I think we called it like the middle section. Like yeah. We didn't know what was going to happen in that middle section. And hey, guess what? It's the same middle as it was <laughs> the first and part one. But um, he said the planet could possibly be in Legends talking about the uh, Nala say where we see her. Um, it starts with a T. It's where Thrawn made an army for the Empire. It was going to be a clone army. Very interesting. I think that comes in either the second or third book of the Thrawn trilogy that I'm anxiously waiting for the Essential Legends collection to come out in the fall. Dude. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I, thank you. I love Which, Thrawn. with that connection, here we go. Thrawn is Thrawn's still back. getting incorporated, baby. <laughs> Thrawn's back. You better believe it. He's our Thanos. But, um, he is. I, I really think he is. I, I want to talk about the lad just to end up in the episode here, talking about Nala mm -hmm. Say. Um, I thought it was very cool. And they spent a lot of time on this one scientist, which I thought was a little weird. Uh -huh. um, but she's very Dr. Pershing-ish, right? Uh-huh. And it's like, Keller is so right. That's what I literally told my wife as I'm watching. I'm like, Keller was so right. 
because um, you were saying that you thought this part of it was going to be what the bad batch was really about was the cloning stuff. You're so right. This almost confirms it. Yeah, I think so. Like what that scientist is wearing looks just like Pershing. You know, Pershing doesn't have those ridiculous kind of goggles that she had on, but you know, the glasses, it still gives that kind of vibe. I'm calling it right now. Prediction season two, we see Dr. Pershing. Even if it, because he'd probably be in his like twenties, maybe young yeah. in his career. We're seeing him, and uh, I, I'm pretty confident in that. After we saw that shot, um, were you happy with just that little tease being the yeah. end of yeah. our finale? There, yeah. I um, again, I'm I wanted to see the rebels and Rex, but uh, I was happy to see Nala say come back for this little snippet, and it, like you said, um, it kind of really confirmed that. This is going to be a huge part of season two. Mm -hmm. um, maybe not a plot, but definitely it's going to be that underlying thing that literally leads into, you know, Empire and then what we see in sequels and Mandalorian and everything else. Mm -hmm. This is we're watching the flower blossom into what we get of the weird Empire or uh, Emperor stuff in Rise of Skywalker. I agree. Well, <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything else that I well, have to say about the ending, man. James Gang says uh, also the number of clone commandos at the end. Whew. I'm not That's even sure what that is. So what? Uh, give it to me. The you know the the big like is the it, jacked up clones with oh, the with oh I the guess shining. I just didn't notice. Yeah, I just didn't notice because I do know what you're talking about now. Mm -hmm. um, and he says love the prediction of Dr. Pershing. Yep. We agree mm -hmm. with that. And then also Camino not raining, raining when Omega looked at the smoke was cool. Dude, I don't know why I didn't even think about that. Does it always rain there? Yes. We've never seen it dry. Huh. Never, ever thought about it. See, dude, I love it. I love it. Give it dude, to me. Dude, we've just, I'm broke. I don't know what to think. <laughs> your mind is, I love it. I love it. Well, listen, I'm thinking about other things as far as next season. Rampart, you know, he's still around. He, I think he's going to be key. I think he's going to be important. I think he's now gained the trust of Tarkin, which in turn means that he's gained the trust of Palpatine. You know, if you please Tarkin, you please the ranks. Uh, AZ, I think AZ is now going to be like the main droid of next season. So I expect to see AZ a lot, you know, once they recover him. Uh, and, and I do have a complaint here. I don't even know if we heard anything come out of Echo's dude, mouth. Dude, I'm so episode. glad you had this in the notes because I don't think he spoke. I, I'm I have a problem with that, honestly. Like he should have had a role in this, this finale whole somehow. Season, he's done nothing. And I don't mean that as derogatory to Echo. I just mean the writing of him. He had no role. He had that one episode. Again, one of the no name or one of the waste of time episodes where he like says like or he he learns to agree with the rebels, basically like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, the Empire or Republic or whatever. They're all bad. Right. Um, but other than that, this episode, I forgot he was even there. Yeah. It's and I so hate that sad. because I love Echo's connections and really his connections are with Rex. So I feel like that's when his his time to shine is going to be whenever yeah. we continue to see Rex incorporated in this story. But really, on my second watch, that's one thing that I was listening for and looking for was what did Echo do? And I don't Answer. think he 
did anything. That's, that's right. <laughs> um, James Bro, our PS4 gamer says, uh, just finished watching the finale. Whoa. That last scene, I agree, has to be a connection to what we've seen in Mandalorian season two. Exactly right, man. Or, or man or woman, I'm not sure. Uh, person, <laughs> thank you. You are yeah. 100% right. Um, I love it. I love that we didn't get a lot of it yet, too. It's mm -hmm. kind of the carrot on the stick of like, hey, you, we're going to get some cool stuff with the cloning. Because yeah. it's such a huge part of Star Wars. It's a huge part. From start to finish, what we know of Star Wars, cloning is this underlying concept, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so I think you're right. What do you do you agree, Keller? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. Um, and then James I Bros. can't says, wait for it. Echo had two lines. I was mad with a lot of D's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, I forgot he was there, which is very mean to say, but he did nothing. And let's while we're on that subject, tech. Mm -hmm. What a cool character. Mm -hmm. He didn't do a lot besides mm -hmm. uh, exposition. Mm -hmm. he's, he's the exposition speaker. That's mm -hmm. all he was. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, while we're talking about the Bad Batch, we'll go one by one. Hunter um, didn't really do much either, right? He was just the leader role, like standing up leader. for Omega. and He, he was yeah. the leader, and I thought he played it well. He had some really cool action moments in the, in the, in the season. Mm -hmm. um, and he was my favorite of the bad batch. Um, but I want to give shout out to uh, most improved player to uh, Wrecker. What a dud for me in the Clone Wars and what a hit for me in the bad batch. I thought okay. it really worked and he was the emotional thread of the bad batch, the big lovable guy. And it really worked for me, especially him and Omega. Do you, do you agree with, what i'm saying or what what are your guys thoughts listening what do you think of the bad batch characters specifically yeah 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 let us know um hunter for me was honestly kind of consistent throughout the season i agree you know he was just the leader and outside of that i didn't see too much growth other than him you know trusting omega that was and the that, big thing but that trust came pretty early yeah like episode five or like yeah. i don't know if it was that early but it, it was early Mm -hmm. And then it just was the same. Yeah. And then I agree with your take on Wrecker. He he grew a lot yeah. uh, in the Clone Wars final season. He was honestly just comedic relief. He was just the guy that smashed things. Uh, but it was good to, you know, see inside his brain a little bit and his heart uh, as he connected more and more with Omega. So I agree. Wrecker of the crew probably growed the most tech coolest. I coolest idea as far as, you know, him being you know tech savvy i love that a genius basically yeah a genius but i agree they didn't really dive too deep into him and then echo really with echo again it's only when rex is around is when echo shines and rex was around once fully and then another time in holographic form for a minute well, because echoes you know he's not super or or or, or genetically modified he's mm -hmm. just got the little arm that goes ring, ring. yeah he's been uh yeah he, he's had some things done to him for sure one little but, thing i yeah. thought was hilarious about star wars this is just a general consensus thing who they have a council that just decides everyone has to have this little lock on everything doors <laughs> uh you know control centers everything use the same little yeah. I just think that's hilarious to me. <laughs> what a what a what a plot device, but I'm not mad about it. 
Uh-huh. I just think it's funny that literally everything has that same little R2-D2 thing. Um, but James Rose says they need to showcase the members of the batch that aren't super, super popular. Show their personal strugg- struggles with Order 66. I felt like they just did what Hunter said. I agree. Uh, yeah. I just, it's it's, it's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to do um, because you've got to have Hunter being the leader right you've got to have him basically telling them what to do but in that same regard i think they need to be more creative with the situations like have a situation where we have to have tech right and i think they did that a little bit in this season where he did that like flash bang thing and he drops it and oh like the flash detonator yeah, yeah yeah um so that happens, but it needs to be something like that where the, like the uh, inhibitor chip moment yes, too. He dude, was important. That would have been awesome mm-hmm. if we, I think we joked about it where they he'll have the inhibitor chip and he stabs it in your head and then he gets the chip out. Like something like that, I would be like, oh heck, <laughs> thank God, Tech's here, right? Uh-huh. But he just really was like the almost like the uh, C three PO of the of the show where he mm-hmm. would just spit out information and mm-hmm. go on with it. And uh, James Bros says, I loved when Hunter was captive, but the other members stepped up to the plate as leader. Touche. That is exactly what I'm looking for. Uh, what do you think? Do you agree with that? No, I agree with that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't really, other than just agreeing <laughs> with it, man. <laughs> uh, nope. And then uh, PS4 Gamer says, just like shooting door panels, always either locks doors or opens doors, depending on the situation. <laughs> 100%. Like, look out. Oh, it opened. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I love, it does not bother me, but it makes me laugh all the time when I see them do that. He's like, eep, boop, and then it does exactly what they needed to do. It doesn't yeah. just shut down and lock forever, um, which is probably what would really happen. I just think that's hilarious that that's what, you know, we got to get through. But, yeah, uh, I forgot where we were on. We're going on. Oh, well, I know we we got a couple more questions to consider. Uh, I'll leave it up to you. Which one do you want to hit first? You lead the um, way. Last two questions there in them, those notes. Which one do you want to yeah, so tackle? Let, let, let's go. Um, let's go with mine. Okay, uh, let's do it. Do we, based on the ending, do we see Bad Batch in live action? Do we see them in Book of Boba Fett? Do we see them in Mandalorian? I I ask you out there because of the because of the aging, because of the aging of clones, they would be pretty old by the time, unless they've been mutated in a way where they don't age quick like the other clones. Which right now I'm struggling to remember if that's the case or not. Uh, They would be pretty old by the time mando and book of boba come around however however Remember. if in book of boba fett when they do their little flashbacks to show right. boba fett's growth you know he could run into omega since again believe it or not they are brother and sister um <laughs> then they could they could be in the background there somewhere uh but you would have to like clone uh you would have to nope, cgi nope, to morrison like don't, a bunch though. you don't you don't they're in freaking armor, dude. That's true. That okay, good call. <laughs> that, that I need to see Hunter, and we can make that happen. If I want this more than anything at this point, and that's why I brought it up in the conversation here, I want to see the Bad Batch in live action. Mm. 
I I think this would have been a great live action show. Hmm. Cut it down. Cut it down. You know, eight episodes. Yeah. Live action. Take the floof out. The fluff. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think out there? Podcast, YouTube. What do you, what do you guys think? Um, do you agree with me? Do you want to see Bad Batch in live action? Will we see Bad Batch in live action? We're mm. doing percentages yesterday. Mm. What's your percentage of seeing Bad Batch li live action? 10%. That low. That low. <laughs> maybe yeah. once the Bad Batch animated show has wrapped, and maybe a few years down the road when people are like, oh, I miss seeing those guys. And remember, this is the background. This is the dude who throws every character he can in every other show. Don't forget that. Mm -hmm. I think That's it's true, 20, man. I go 25% okay. on, on we see them live action. So I respect again, that. Not not over 50%, but definitely, oh, James Rose says 40%. Oh, wow. I love it. I wow. love it, James Gang. Or James Gang. James Rose in the James <laughs> Gang. Hashtag James Gang. Yeah. <laughs> um, if, if you don't know what the James Gang is, so yesterday during the live stream, <laughs> turns out we all have James in our name. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's that's hashtag James Gang. So if you're a listener, you got James in your name. What up? If you got what a J up? in your name, James Gang. Yeah. Um, absolutely. so James Rose says, I think we see crosshair maybe. If he doesn't turn good, he's talking about next next season, I guess. Um, if he doesn't turn good, maybe he trains death troopers or something. Just a thought. Well, he could um, be incorporated live action in that route, I think he, is maybe what he's be. implying. Hashtag James Gang. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, my microphone was falling there. Um, yeah, I uh, I think I would absolutely love it to see the Bad Batch live action. I think that would be so cool. What it a would moment. be cool. What a moment to see them um, in person. Tamara Morrison being Hunter and with the bandana on and you see the all the other hair. guys. <laughs> and then the long hair and you see, you know, Wrecker, some big dude with his cool helmet on and Tech with his goggles. And yeah. I, I just think that would be so sick because I, I've really come to love these characters. And that leads us into our last question of the night. Mm -hmm. Was the Bad Batch season one successful? And I'm going to leave that open-ended. Were they successful? I'll go ahead and answer. Yep. I think it was. Uh, it has made me care for these characters a lot more than I did in the final season of the Clone Wars. So check mark on that. They they gave the Bad Batch a purpose with Omega. Check mark on that. And it introduced us to a character that, you know, initially I, I didn't really care for. I thought she was kind of to a side character that I didn't really need all that attention on because this show is called The Bad Batch. But they successfully made her part of the Bad Batch and made her the best character in the show and that is Omega. So with all that said, I think absolutely without a doubt, this uh, season was successful. And remember, I've said this before, and those of you out there that have seen Star Wars animation shows, season one animated seasons are usually not as good as what's to come. So if this is any indication, of, if this is the lowest that the Bad Batch is going to be, I can't wait to see the other seasons because I promise you, coming from somebody that has seen Rebels and Clone Wars. Usually with Star Wars animation, it only gets way better. Uh, and I think they've set the stakes for great storytelling with this cloning stuff they got going on, with the name drop of Boba Fett. 
don't forget we had Cad Bain earlier in the season, Phoenix Shan. Like we have all of these connections uh, that they can only expand upon. And I even, you know, did my little theory about how Darth Maul could be incorporated into this thing uh, one day. So don't forget about that. That was in there for a reason a few episodes ago. Um, so with that said, it's only going up from here. So for me, absolutely, this season uh, was successful. What about you? Well, before I t- tell my thought, James Rose threw in his idea or his oh, thought. Okay. He said, yes, it reminded me of Clone Wars season one. Wasn't absolutely perfect, but set up a future very well. Characters were amazing, and it gave more emotion to the clones with Order 66. On the money. All right, here we go. I thought this season way, way over. Let me let me word it. You're making me nervous. <laughs> I think this season was way better than it deserved to be. Okay. Uh, I think that the question with it being, is it successful or not? 100% it's successful. Mm-hmm. It made me care about these Bad Batch characters that I did not care about whatsoever. I didn't even really want to watch the show, right? Mm -hmm. We talked a while back when I first came on Mando Talk. I was like, I guess I'll watch Bad Batch, (laughs) whatever. And by the end of this, I love the characters, man. I love Wrecker. I love Hunter. I love Omega. Mm -hmm. If, If you can make me go from where I started with Omega and make me love that character and almost become my favorite character in the show, well Mm -hmm. done. Not even talking about the ties to the rest of the the, the series, the implications of what's happened and what we just witnessed with Camino getting destroyed and all the clones. Oh, we we didn't talk about this. I wanted to talk about it. The scene where they're looking down and there's like all those little blue pods or whatever. Is that Mm. those the pods of the clones they were like brewing? Well, they were empty at that point. We oh, saw that they oh, were empty okay, in la- okay. in the part, in I was part like, one last oh, week. Oh my god, that, that would have been I, tough. <laughs> I mentally wrote that down as like, oh, that is heavy. That yeah. they're watching the clones that were about their brothers, right, uh-huh. dying by you know just being destroyed, basically. Mm-hmm. That I thought that was an incredible shot where they you know just were watching them, and that was so heavy to me. But I forgot that they were empty. Mm-hmm. So in the moment, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> All right, that's dark. But going back to the uh, successful or not, yeah, I really think it was. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. Even with our lulls in the middle there, with the waste of time episodes we got, um, I still think this season was really good. Really good. Yeah, and I agree. And and I can't wait to see what we have left. Um, James Bro's back in the the chat. What do you say? Yeah, he says, quick take, but I hope the Batch actually ages. Rex gets older, so it would be so cool to see the Batch age or mutate like 99. Um, Agreed. I I want to see him age, but it would only make sense, and they have a cop-out that they wouldn't age the same, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I keep saying, it, seeing him in live action, if they only aged a little bit, I'd be like, oh, well. Okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. It is what it is because Omega's older than they are. And she's she's a little girl. True. True. So what's the rules of that game? And then yeah. PS4 gamer says, yes, talking about being successful or not. 
I think it grabbed the Clone Wars audience, obviously, but I also think it may have helped pull new watchers in to go watch Clone Wars who hadn't previously before. That, that guy is a, right there. That's a great that guy. Call. <laughs> that's a great. Call. Yeah, there you go. I was pointing call. the wrong way there. For uh, uh, PS4 gamer. That um, 100%. I didn't give two craps about the animation. Not that I didn't. Not that I hated it. I just you respected it, but you just yeah, didn't just have any like, this is like for kids. Theme. Why would I watch this? This there's no way the story is that important, right? Um, but man, this proved me wrong, and it makes let's me go. Wanna, <laughs> I'm I'm watching on the playback. You pointing is cracking me up. <laughs> um, and James Bro says my sister has never liked Star Wars. Now all she says is Omega. <laughs> it definitely grabbed a new audience. A hundred percent, man. It definitely Omega. grabbed a new audience. And I'm going to do what I always do and call it Disney Plus. You can thank Disney Plus for this, folks. That They have a part to play in this as well. We would have no Bad Batch without Disney Plus. You better believe that. And yeah, the fact that it makes it so easy to just hop around and watch the other stuff, I love it. I can. I think they even might do it when you get done with the last episode. It pulls up Clone Wars. or Rebels. Oh, yes, it does. In fact, um, it does. Because as soon as I finish my finale watch today... Yeah. See, they know, it, man. It popped up. <laughs> Whoever built the Disney Plus app, great job. I love that app. And that thing streams so well. Because uh-huh. I don't know if you guys knew this, but I had horrible internet, like, forever, until about a week ago. And even on that horrible internet, it looked great. Yeah. So watching it now and it's full, you know, power. Glory. Full glory is incredible. and um, Glorious purpose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out, Loki. Um. And James Rose says, round of applause for Disney Plus. I will gladly give that round of applause because um, what what a great reason uh, or avenue to watch these shows. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have the Marvel shows. We wouldn't have the Star Wars shows. We wouldn't have Mandalorian. Yeah, that that is a great point. So shout out Disney Plus. (laughs) Yeah, well, speaking of Disney Plus, the Bad Batch will be back on that platform. Hopefully... uh, I would, I would assume in a year. I would assume they're probably shooting for the month of May again, but who knows? Because you know we got Kenobi, we got Andor, we got Mando season three, uh, we got Book of Boba that's going to carry into early 2022. So we don't know when it's going to come next year, but we do know indeed that it is coming. And Mando talk, as always, will be covering it because you know Star Wars is just honestly one of my biggest passions and i will always 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 use this as a platform to just share my passion and if you are a star wars fan that uh wants to have somebody to share that passion with this is the place to do it so subscribe to this channel if you have not done so over on youtube Uh, if you're listening on podcast platform we appreciate that support as well and we can't wait to continue to grow uh we're having a ton of fun zach i appreciate you being here uh on this lovely lovely bad batch finale evening uh any final closing thoughts that you want to say uh before we say deuces and uh i just want to say i just want to say thanks for having me on for the bad batch um i'm i'm so glad that we got to do this and Mm -hmm. i i love talking star wars with you i just love talking entertainment with you and so the fact that we can do this on a platform and and get some you know feedback from other friends and other star wars lovers it's um lovers of star wars i don't know there you go Weird, but uh <laughs> I, I love it um and james rose says 100 found the place everyone needs to subscribe to these guys what Dude, up let's go 
appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, send it out. <laughs> send to your Star Wars friends. Um, and I know how you Star Wars people are. You you group up. So share it with your friends. I know I do. Um, we love having you guys. And uh, oh, oh, Captain Jack, what up? Um, before we leave Captain here, Jack, hey. says, the last episode really impacted my view of the season as a whole. I was really excited for the finale, and it was a letdown, honestly. Captain Jack, I know <laughs> I don't know if you've been watching um the whole live stream, but you're right there. I'm right there with you. Um, you guys know uh Keller. Captain Jack. Keller was a little bit higher than that, but yeah. um, no, I'm right there with you, Captain Jack. And uh, we we thank you for your support throwing it in the live chat. Subscribe. Um, go back and watch the live stream. I think we're we're, we're getting done here, but thank yeah. you, everybody. Just thank you. Absolutely. Well, well, let's get out of here. And again, we'll continue to go live. We'll continue to push content out about Star Wars, even though there's not a Bad Batch episode coming out for a while or a new Star Wars episode coming out for a while. This is still a weekly uh content program so you you do want to still stick around we are kind of changing some things here uh soon uh some cool fun things here while it's kind of the off season we're going to incorporate maybe some other just fandom fun here at mando talk obviously once book of boba starts cranking out we're going to focus and hone in on that uh but we do have some fun things just coming down the pipeline so again We'll say it for like the 50th time. Subscribe if you have not done so. But let's get out of here. Uh, we appreciate all the support that we continue to, to get from you guys. And until next time, we have spoken. <laughs>